Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. I couldn't think of anything smart to say the second time around. My name is Jay. <laughs> As always, joined by Troy and Aaron. We're here to talk about Raw. How are we, fellas? I'm good. I'm very good. Uh, <laughs> I thought I'd, thought I'd treat myself to a beer this evening, because fucking Ooh. why not? I don't drink in the week, but I thought, you know what? Feeling good what spirits. What yeah. Camden Hells there. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Other beers are available. Yeah, top right. That's brewing. how much Troy enjoyed yeah. Raw that he was in a delightful mood and got up here. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it that much. That was lighting candles behind me, Aaron. I've not lit it. I should because of I know. Chinese. That's because you didn't enjoy Raw. You enjoyed I've, Takeover. That's why you were lighting them. I ate yeah. a Chinese, so my room's stinking. I should really put the candle <laughs> on. But... <laughs> uh, what was his name? yeah um so yeah we're going to talk about the go home episode of raw before the elimination chamber as always the go home episodes of raw are usually infamously bad good job they didn't really let us down on this one um (laughs) but before we start talking about it where can people find us on social media please aaron um if they want to tell us what they thought (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, they can get us at Facebook and YouTube I might know you can tell us on Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast or on Twitter at Untitled Wrestling correct or on Discord also Untitled Wrestling we have a new Discord too with everything I mean, in it it's got all the gubbins shiny as no, fuck no one's going to join the server if you don't plug it mate come on so, so, sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, shall we? Shall we get this underway with then? Do it. So it's Raw starts off with um, Miz coming out for an episode of Miz TV on his own. A wholly um, pointless episode. Also, yeah. where's Morrison? Uh, well, Morrison, he's Miz said was recording a diss track about Bad Bunny. Ah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you know why he wasn't on? there? Um, I mean, I did. I'm not taking that as the real reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, essentially, all Miz does is just talk about Drew's title reign. Um, keeps saying about it being this being his biggest test, and he bringing up a uh, Sheamus turning on him and Drew getting put in the elimination chamber when he was prepared for a singles match with Sheamus. Uh, he keeps cutting off Drew, Drew's, and calling him Andy as well for some reason. Um, it's because it's his name. Yeah, Drew's getting <laughs> very, very upset. <laughs> upset about it um, and eventually just tells Mr. Shaw, headbutts him, throws his briefcase back um, to the stage. Again. Just like, just like six months ago, isn't it, guys? Um, <laughs> hey, Joe, Joe just going, give us a kiss as soon as that heat <laughs> comes in. Give us a kiss! He said I, I that a lot tonight, didn't that, he? Joe. <laughs> <laughs> he said that a lot. Um <laughs> And yeah, then Miz at the end says he's removing himself from the elimination chamber. Um, now, 
Would it not be best to give yourself that chance and then just keep the briefcase? The thing is, he doesn't need to be in it. He's got the briefcase. I don't get why he was put in there in the Seth, first place. Seth Rollins done it in the Triple Threat at the Royal Rumble 2015. Yeah. So Did what? He was in the Triple Threat for the title whilst holding the briefcase. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's a bit of a daft move. It, it makes yeah. more sense now that he's not. Yeah, I mean, obviously the whole thing you could say is, oh yeah, well, I lost in the chamber. Oh, excuse me. Say if he gets eliminated first, then comes back out and cashes in, shut up, watch. Um, <laughs> my watch just went, hello. Your smartwatch um, giving you some fucking lip. <laughs> all the time, mate. It never fucking stops. Um, yeah, so, um, it's just a weird one, isn't it? It feels mm. like, kind of, I mean, there's a reason behind them doing it, which we'll get to in a bit, mm. but it felt very, very forced this time. Yeah. Them doing that a lot less organic. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, next, we get Riddle and the Lucha Brothers. The Lucha Brothers, I wish. Um, I was going to say, Lucha- they wish I, they could call them the I'm, Lucha I'm Bros. Looking, I'm looking at your fucking hoodie, Troy. I'm getting uh, distracted there. Um <laughs> Riddle and the Lucha House Party versus the Hair Business. Um, before Riddle talking about his favourite presidents who aren't presidents to um, Lucha House Party and a- I have, abling. I have a question. Go on. How much weed is too much weed? That's in my notes. <laughs> um, I've actually put that as usual. Um, he, talks, <laughs> is it- he talks about... It's just as a thing now, just to talk about films. Films, yeah. Is that a thing? Just get smoke yeah. weed, watch films. Smoke but, weed every day. I mean, he's obviously smoked too much fucking weed because he he was talking about how Harrison Ford was the president, but then he yeah. was talking about he was Too talking about guy. Han Solo when Han Solo isn't the president in a film. Harrison Ford plays the president in Air Force One. Come on, Riddle. Correct. Uh, he well, also he also thinks that Metalik looks like a Hayes Freebird kind of guy for president. <laughs> God, imagine oh. if Michael Hayes was the fucking president. Good Christ. He'd, he'd pass a law that everyone would have to wear fanny packs. After Riddle says that, Dorado goes for it. Uh, and just goes, Metalik can't pick one because they're all literally. <laughs> Oh, this is so, nonsense. They're all the, so, this will be the first. It, sorry, the second time you hear me say this tonight. Everyone in this situation is better than this. Lucha, Lucha House Party, like when they're in NXT, like going back and forth over there, were really good and starting to see them being used properly. And then they come over and they get lumbered with this shtick and riddle so much better than this. And I don't know why he's been given this ridiculous gimmick, like. Just, oh, it's really frustrating. Really, really frustrating. We don't need goofs on it. We've already got our truth and the 24-7 jobbers. We don't need more from a guy that's clearly better than that. It, is this like a stoner version of Death Triangle from AEW? <laughs> is this what they're going for here? <laughs> Stone pa- Triangle. Pa- packs, packs like the fucking, like Death Triangle, like the coked up version. Because Pac's like rabid, like frothing at the mouth, kicking people and shit like that. And you got Riddle who's just like rowing about like a twat. Um, rowing about. 
But yeah, to the match itself, um, this match went three segments and it was bizarre because there mm. wasn't loads going on in it. No. It wasn't a bad match, but there wasn't... There wasn't enough for it to go over three segments. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was essentially the hair business beating the shit out of Lindsay. Then Metalie cleared the ring, hair business fight him off. They do exactly the same to Metalie. Uh, at one point, Shelton just obliterates Metalik with a shoulder block. Um, <laughs> then Riddle gets a hot tag, does his usual shit. Uh, MVP comes in and he like tweaks his knee. Uh, it turns out he's actually... He's legitimately fucked it. Yeah, I believe at the time of recording, he's getting surgery tomorrow. Oh, yikes. He's, he, he arrived in Alabama, which is where they usually send people for surgeries. Um, Christ. To, today or yesterday, I think. Um, which would indicate he's probably getting surgery tomorrow. He looked um, in a lot of pain for the rest of that match. To, to his credit, though, like they he, did through. The ball, he did the ball and elbow with one leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was weird as well because, like, he literally, he walked, he tagged in, and he walked. He was walking across the ring, and something just went in his knee. What didn't mm. it? It wasn't yeah. like he was doing anything like exerting pressure on it at all. He just, no. just sort of tweaked it. Though he did, I he did get knocked surgery. off the apron. I had surgery five times in my left knee. <laughs> I'm, Sorry, I'm hoping... who are you meant to be? You sounded like <laughs> Stephen Hawkins. <laughs> it's Rey Mysterio in that. Don't try this at home fucking advert. Oh, like okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Speedy I'm recovery hope... to MVP, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping even if he's, because he was, he was on crutches on Raw Talk, Apparently, really. Um, I, I don't watch Raw Talk, but I've, I've just that's what I heard. <laughs> just assumed. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to waste my time with that. It's like shit talking smack, <laughs> which is quite fitting because Raw shit smack them. Um, <laughs> um, oh god. So yeah. Um, hopefully, though, if MVP is like. Out for a while. Hopefully, he still appears on TV. Could yeah. do like the whole Bret Hart with the Hart Foundation, put him in the wheelchair, mm. wheeled yeah. wheel about. Um, yeah, yeah. Not like Johnny Gargano, so... though. <laughs> that would be even better. <laughs> turn Just me around so I can see him. <laughs> Who is speaking? I can't. I can't see him. Turn me around. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, um, nah, I, get, I think MVP's get, a bit. Get him to go radio silent and get the Linda McMahon pop. That's what I vote for. <laughs> just catatonic are we, MVP. Are we just going back to popular <laughs> wheelchair gimmicks? <laughs> catatonic MVP just pops up behind Bobby Lashley and kicks him in the balls. Because <laughs> Bobby Lashley was hanging around with Carlito instead. <laughs> um, um, there, there was a really, really nasty looking lumbar check as well just before the finish. Yeah, that looks horrible, like, didn't it? Like Metal League bounced off Cedric's knees and then landed on top of his head somehow. <laughs> like a space hopper. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> um, uh, Riddle it's a final flash and a floating bro for the win. And then Lashley just comes out looking dapper as fuck. That suit, um, that three piece. Oh, where, so- where Samoa Joe states himself, you ever seen a force of nature in a three piece suit? Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, Joe. You, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That picture of Brock going around with the fucking three-piece on, isn't it? Oh, um, fucking hell, yeah. Yeah, uh, Lashley just murders the Lucha House party. 
Hurtlock's riddle and this was weird like I, I was actually genuinely getting motion sickness from this like all the camera cuts mm. so they kept yeah. cutting between different shots of Lashley flinging Riddle around it's just a bit um, much like... and then they went to the Lucha House party just lying there then they went to MVP getting helped up and then back to that I was like what the fuck it doesn't need it to be a... that frantic like there's there's nothing going on with the Lucha House party or MVP that we need to keep jumping between them. Just keep the camera fixed on what's going on with Lashley and Riddle. Because the other angles is fuck all. And you, you especially because shit. Lashley's facial expressions were fantastic. Yeah. Like a killer. He looked like he's he's looking more and more like a lunatic each week. Yeah. Like he he looks like he's gone off the rails. Um Stuck all thing relic. Say, Oh mate, that's killer backwards. Um <laughs> Another another thing they did notice just before the the match, and then they mentioned it again during the match, which I forgot to say, was that uh, Keith Lee was in question for the match on uh, at Elimination Chamber because of injuries sustained by Lashley. Obviously, that's probably going to be a fabe, given the fact that (laughs) given the fact that Lashley did an actual murder on Matt Riddle. Um, yeah, on on Raw, it's probably going to be. Oh yeah, Lashley took out both his competitors, and then they both come out. Yeah, and, uh, I I can see him probably dropping that title on Sunday. He's um, going to move on to bigger things. They're making him look like a it, fucking madman. He's moving on to bigger things. Like I'm sure he came out with something this past, like these past few I'm, days, saying he wanted a triple threat with like Brock and Drew or something at Mania or something mentally mentioned in an interview. Well, that if you remember a couple months ago, that was the match that was ruined for Keith Lee. Oh, Keith really? Lee, Brock, oh, Drew. shit! Yes, Drew, yes, yeah. it was, wasn't it? So maybe, maybe they've switched the roles around. Yeah. They've sent them to fight camp for one one kaiju for another. Get <laughs> king kaiju. I, either that, I I could to be honest, as I say, I can see them doing Lashley Keith Lee at Mania, and the the it's the same around the same time as Godzilla and Kong. They can have that. That tagline yeah. on the match, can't they? Yeah. Keep comparing it to Godzilla and Kong. WWE doing that thing where they like to they like to shoehorn in things that are going on with like films and that to sp- yeah. get a sponsorship. Like like when know. like when Skittles sponsored Helen a Cell. Helen a Cell taste the rainbow. <laughs> I can't remember I can't remember what it was now, but there was a film that, that came out like a couple of years ago and they kept comparing something yeah. to that. Oh, they love and, all that shit, don't they? They and love that's it. what I mean. But I can see them doing that with uh, Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley. Um, yeah. But also, I I feel like the the portraying him as like an absolute destroyer. It feels like possibly, that way, yeah. To possibly do the match with Brock somewhere down the line that you've mm. been desperate to do. For and we all want to fucking years. see. We want to see it exactly, and it feels awesome. like it feels like Lashley's ready for that now as well. Yeah. They, they kind of fucked it, didn't they? By bringing in his sisters and all that bollocks, like when he yeah, started. Yeah, it's fucking nonsense. Uh, having him use the fucking vertical suplex as his finisher. <laughs> I mean, it looked all right a few years ago, but now it's like, keep up the times, why mate. He, why did he stop using the Dominator? I don't understand. What was the I Dominator again? Remind me, I've forgotten what it was. It was like a he puts him on the shoulder and then just. And you go down. Oh, like, a little bit like a big big ending, but instead of coming down, they sort of go over. 
Instead kind of going of, to yeah. side, it's yeah. But he pushed them for Braun was wasn't Braun using something similar? Braun was using the one that goes off the side. Yeah, maybe that yeah. was why. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But okay, he, he did. Enough. He busted it out for a bit, and then he stopped using it. Mm. But he wasn't allowed to use the spear because that was Roman's finisher. It's on a different show it. now. Let him use it. Also, fucking Lashley's spear looks awesome. Because say like Lashley basically stole Moose's spear, so <laughs> that's why it looks so fucking good. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway, I'm really excited to see what they do with Lashley because mm. he's been the most the most compelling since he's come back. Yeah. Now I think absolutely, especially the whole like losing his marbles a bit. Yeah. Um. We then go backstage to see Miss. Uh, Pitching to Postman Pierce that Morrison should be his replacement. Um, I want a young up and comer <laughs> to take my spot. The person I believe should take my spot is John Morrison. What I, I, like. I, lo- I love him. I loved um, Pierce's face when he said that. <laughs> it was like, wait, what? Um, we then get. We then go to Mandy Rose flirting with Bad Bunny for a t-shirt for Dana Brooke. Man, this is gonna be jelly. Otis <laughs> gonna be fucking fume. Hey, is Otis is like one of the most popular musicians on the planet right now? No, he's not. <laughs> is he shifting five hundred k worth of merch? Nope. No. <laughs> is he hitting cross bodies to Miz and Morrison? Nope. Is is also showing up on Saturday Night Live on Saturday to perform his entrance music? Nope. Um, <laughs> oh, that would be quite funny if he did just do that blue collar solid thing. Um, Saturday Night Live. Um, yeah, so that happens. Um, Akira Tozawa rolls a bar truth for the 24-7 title. He accidentally knocks into Priest as he's running away and Priest just murders him and tells Black Bunny to pin him because he doesn't want to waste his time with the 24-7 title. Correct. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised if Bad Bunny lost lost the belt on here Saturday Night Live. Oh God, uh, this belt's in the fair, fucking rounds, yeah. isn't it? He's lost it on everywhere else. So <laughs> yeah. Um, then we got uh, Kofi and Woods. Um, I, I really like the fire from Kofi in this promo. Mm-hmm. Like coming up to uh, Pierce and going, "Why wasn't I even considered?" Yeah. Like ooh, ooh coffee. Bit a little bit like um when he's talking shit on him on up down down when he's playing games. He's like, yeah, you get dead like hot at everyone. Similar to that. Um, he's awesome. He's a good smack talker. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't he doesn't like get to that level too much. Mm. So when he does it, it, it feels, feels special. a bit more important. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um. Yeah, so he brings up that he's a former WWE champion and he should have been considerate, considered. Uh, and because Miz has uh, took himself out, why would John Morrison be put in when he's a former? He's not a former world champion. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not a former world champion. Miz yeah, then yeah. brings up that he's the ECW world champion. Um, <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah. And then um, Byron brought it up on commentary as well a little later. I was like, oh. Two ECW yeah. mentions in one show. Go on, then. They've got to acknowledge something that John Morrison's done. I mean, he's not done fucking not done anything else. <laughs> um, Poor guy. I, I like the fact that Woods was uh, was uh, as well angry that um, 
it, that Pierce has been dodging his request to f- complete his best of five series against their retribution <laughs> and ask for reckoning. <laughs> um, I, also, did you notice when Miz brought up the ECW title, Woods was pissing himself. <laughs> yeah, started giggling. Um, yeah, uh, Pierce makes a match between Miz and Kofi for later in the night to see who's going to be the sixth man. Is it going to be Kofi or is it going to be Morrison? We shall see. Next, we get the highlight of the show. Uh, Charlotte Flair, sympathetic, sympathetic baby face, blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> so excited. Oh, um, unsympathetic baby face, Charlotte, right? She gets the ref to hold the ropes for her on her entrance. That happens right? every week. Sympathetic baby face, right? Charlotte felt nice letting Asuka get in a full entrance this week when they're a tag team. Half a nice here. That's good of you. Considering, you know, she's the brand's fucking champion. <laughs> Jesus. That's real yeah. real, real um, good of you. Good good gal, Charlotte. Yep. Le- Le- Lacey comes out and thanks Charlotte for the Raw Women's title match. Thanks, Shasha. Yeah. She she then she then says, oh, I forgot to bring you a gift, Asuka. But it, it's like they forgot that Asuka's the women's champion, isn't it, really? This, um, but, this is but, just shit. The- funny that, isn't it? The people that I feel most sorry for in this situation are Asuka and Peyton Royce. Yeah, I was going to say Peyton Royce. Looked Peyton Royce looks fucking excellent in this, and she looks better and better every time she's on TV. Why she's stuck in this shit show is beyond me. Well, we, something tells we me can, she won't be for a while. Well, no, she won't be, yeah. But it's just annoying that, well, and we said it before, like they broke up the Iconics to give her a singles run and then immediately put her with Lacey Evans. And then she plays second fiddle to Lacey in this nonsense storyline for the last few weeks. What's the fucking point? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Hopefully now with the aftermath of this match, we start to see her get a decent run of so, like just something because she's she's worth so much more than that. I think they should just draft it to SmackDown at this point. Like, yeah. They 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 kept teasing stuff with her and Bailey, haven't they? Like they did mm. a Survivor Series where she eliminated Bailey. Then they did it at the Rumble when they had that like uneasy alliance for a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so there's the, story there, isn't there? Because Billy Kay's trying to align herself with yeah. Bailey. So, yeah, even if they reunite the Iconics and right. um and, and just have it so like Billy's like more of a manager for Peyton. Yeah, they, they did a similar thing with the. New Day, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Where they let Kofi go off and have the world title run, and yeah. wouldn't be what Biggie were like as a corner man. Well, and then they went off after the tag title, so yeah. it's there. It's, it's doable. And um, mm-hmm. if they really, if they really want to have Peyton as like the single star, um, yeah. but yeah, so anything but this shit show, though. Anything but this. <laughs> the match itself, um, Lacey pretty much refused to tag in. Um, Peyton had like a decent little exchange with Asuka that I thought was pretty good. Right. Mm. She she's not one to tag in, right? But there's Aye. a point where Peyton Royce is in the corner and Lacey's like rubbing her head. Is that not technically a tag? Was she holding the tag rope? Are the tag ropes even still there? On the they, are there. they are there. <laughs> <laughs> Do they get <laughs> they don't they don't use them often. No. I mean it, it's I mean, to be fair, Aaron, it's like any other fucking rule on main roster for that. Like, 
they, they only use them when it's applicable to them. Fucking tag ropes are there for a reason. Use them. The revival didn't die for this, damn it. <laughs> Re- revival didn't die, mate. <laughs> Tune into AEW every Wednesday. FTR. <laughs> Fear the revolution. Um, anyway, Fuck so. The revival. Yeah, forever the revival. Um, anyway, um, Charlotte throws Peyton rounds because she's such a relatable baby face. Peyton. The absolute salt. <laughs> Do you know salt Peyton again? I know. Peyton was like lamping it, and Charlotte was acting like Peyton a fucking fly and landed on it. <laughs> it was, it was fucking borderline. Well, it wasn't borderline insulting. It was insulting. It was insulting. Yeah. If I was Peyton Royce, I would have fucking properly lamped it. Yeah. Absolutely. She, because she wasn't selling. Like, as I say, she did that that punch bit, and Charlotte just like shakes it off, like shrugged it off like it was now. Yeah. And then yeah. Peyton elbowed there, and Charlotte just threw it out the ring like she was a piece of shit. Um, sandbagged her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Peyton then ends up crawling to the corner, tags Lacey and rolls out the ring. Um, Lacey just, like, kind of backs away and basically says that she's pregnant. Um, pregnant. You're not your hands on me, Charlotte. I'm pregnant. I'm so, pregnante. Uh, so, um, <laughs> pregnant. Pergonat. Sorry, we've absolutely derailed this. It's all right, it's all right. Um, I just want to move on from it, to be honest. Um, yeah, please. For, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Lacey's legitimately pregnant. Congratulations to her and her family. But, <laughs> The real, the real MVP of this situation is Lacey's husband, because he's the one that's rid us of this fucking storyline now. Yeah, he, uh, you see that of he, he hated it so <laughs> he hated it so much. He got Lacey preggers. Well done. Um, <laughs> um, but then you know, there, there was a nice, there was kind of a nice moment within that where Lacey sort of broke character, where like she said it. And it was like almost like the realization happened, and she like yeah, started like sort of like giggling a bit. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. It was it was Ric Flair shouting, "Why don't you call me Daddy?" Woo! Fucking hell, Ric Flair needs to wind it in on this. Good grief! Yeah. And, fucking um, worrying about slapping himself. Calm it down, Richard. Fucking hell, sy- boy. Sympathetic babyface Charlotte Flair looks crushed that she's gonna have a new step uh, brother or sister. <laughs> Um, you know, so relatable. Um, so relatable. Um, <laughs> we, then, we then go backstage to Seamus basically saying he's going to win the gauntlet and the elimination chamber. Because um, he's going to be WWE champion. He's not Scottish. Yeah, I, I don't know what that was. But... Yeah, FUD. Listen, mate. <laughs> You just you just done a Scottish accent for Seamus there. You might be insecure about his accent, <laughs> and you're fucking you're fucking implying fake, that Irish people are just fake Scots. Wow, wow. The thoughts of Aaron don't reflect all of us there. You t- um, yeah, you you tell Finley that it'll shillelagh you in the head. 
Aaron's like going to war with Ireland this week. He's like, <laughs> yesterday he was saying Finn Balor's overrated. Now he's saying Irish people are just fucking fake Scots. Fuck it's the Six like, Nations at the moment. Wait for Scotland, Ireland. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus wept. <laughs> Lunch is absolute drizzling shit, Steve. Uh, waiting room for you, dickhead. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Moving on, anyway. Yeah, so then we get to Kofi and Miz. Um, this was a decent little match. Um, I'm going to put it out there. This was my highlight. Yeah, I enjoyed this a lot. Um, I thought this was awesome. You, you forget how good like chemistry these two have until mm-hmm. you see them having a match together um, yeah. without without any like other nonsense from like the outside. Chicanery. Like, yeah, Woods didn't come out. He stayed in the back. Um, obviously, Morrison's Johnny Prick Prick wasn't there. Um, is he in the studio? Doing his diss track. Um, his drip track. His drip track. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I like the fact as well, like, they, they kind of alluded to the fact that they both got a history together. So, yeah. they both went went for the finishes straight away. And both, like, kind of, like, got reversed. Um Kofi was in control for the early part of this match. Miz hits like a rope on neckbreaker onto the apron, which looked nasty. Mm-hmm. And he doubles down and does one off the apron as well to the floor. Just, you know, why not? Um, he then spikes Kofi with a DDT a bit later on in the match. That's vicious. Yeah. That spike, um, yeah. Takes Kofi outside the ring and just like starts throwing him around. Did, did you notice this bit, the camera they were filming on? It looked like it was being filmed on like a phone or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the, I don't know what happened. Me, was it? No, the it, quality it, of that camera on the outside. I, cause I thought, oh yeah, shit. I must have a bad. Yeah, because I thought that it was like just me connection had gone bad for a minute or two, so I rewound <laughs> it, and it was like, oh no, it's just genuinely this camera's fucking off. What's going on? <laughs> um, where's all the AKs gone, lads? Have you broke them already? Um, <laughs> they, they only so, had them on lease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as soon as they, as soon as they got signed that peacock, they only got took off. Often, uh, <laughs> Kofi misses a uh, trouble in paradise, but then reverses like Miz's reversal into a SOS. Um, Miz blocks like a corner in Zagiri and like wrenches Kofi's knee around the uh, ropes Oof. and locks in a figure four after. Um, the shittiest figure four on fucking God's creation of submissions, man. You're not yeah, a fan. Man. Oh, Miz's, Miz's figure four. Miz's is figure right. four is fucking dreadful. I mean, it yeah, it's pretty way. shit. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant the move generally. You mean Miz's no, version? No, no, Miz's version of it. it like, it's, he had it's up there with ten. Rock Shark, Utah, for being shite. Whoa there. Okay, it was pretty. Sh- it was a bit shit. It's there. Rock, rock Shark. <laughs> I thought you were defending Rock Shark. You know, I was fucking. The gloves were coming off. I was like, what? <laughs> I was for a moment, and then I thought about it and was like, no, no. It was shit. No, yeah. it's just like if you go back and watch the figure four, Miz has one leg, the one that uh, Kofi's legs wrapped around, and the other one's like just spread the other side of him, like not doing anything. It's like that's no how a figure four works. Kofi Poop. would get his yeah. leg out of that. Poop. Yeah. Um. Fucking twat. And then uh, a <laughs> little bit, a little bit later on in the match. Um, this is, cool. this is a cool finish segment. Uh, Kofi reverses the skull crushing finale to a roll up, um, and then as like Miz kicks out, Kofi kind of like gets him up, goes for another roll up attempt. Miz fights out with that, and he hits a trouble in paradise to win. Um, all in all, very good match. 
Very, um, very good match. Then, then the uh, kind of bring bring the tone of the show down a little bit. Um, to Lana and Naomi talking about Nia's hole. Um, Crap. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a, like it, it's typical WWE that they get something that goes a bit viral and milk it to death within a week of the fucking thing happening. Yeah, absolute rubbish. Uh, Lana goes, Nia and Shayna walk around thinking they're the best of all time. Wrong Who said person. That? Wrong person, yeah, mate. Lana said it. Donkey. If you're going to start cutting promos about being an almighty baby face, get then, you it facts stealing, right. then it goes stealing fucking people's fucking gimmicks and putting them on other folk. All right. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Aaron, you've gone very, very Scottish tonight. Like more, so, isn't he? <laughs> it's because he's been on the Iron Brew. To, to pull the curtain back, me and Aaron were like having a little chat before this uh, while we were playing games, and he was like, he was coming out with shit, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, okay. I said, and he, I, I, he said like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll be be with you now. I'm just finishing this race on the game and finishing, and he said something, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it, was said, <laughs> it was basically just to say, tell him to wait, I'll be there. Uh, tell Troy to hud is wished, is what I said. <laughs> hud is wished. <laughs> hud is wished. Yeah. What the fuck? And, <laughs> and then he, he spent more time explaining it to me than it would have been. It would have told him to just go, I'll just tell Troy, I'll be there now. Just tell him <laughs> wait a couple of minutes. <laughs> uh, we have a um, lot of people that listen to this in America. I wonder how well they understand you at times, Aaron, because I struggle. And we're in the, we're mean, part of the same island. Yeah, we, <laughs> me and Troy constantly think we need to get Google Translate for some of the shit that Aaron comes out with. I'm not sure that's a plug-in for Zoom at the moment, but they're working on it. Working on it. To be fair, I always tell you what that means whenever I start sprathing, like... Yeah, that's, that's good Because you just say it, and we just look confused. <laughs> you're like, wait, what? Sorry, what? <laughs> what? Who? Whose cat's died? Why? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. Um, Randy Orton says he has he's still got unfinished business with Drew because Sheamus did the thing, um, and they'll win the gauntlet match. Um, he'll do whatever it takes to get what he wants. He set the fiend on fire. Yada yada yada. Uh, Alexa then shows up, like cuts off his promo. And uh, shows up in the funhouse with like ashes. She's spreading them around. Uh, she basically says the fiend's going to be reborn, and it zooms out. Oh, and she's yes. Instagram giggling. Yeah, um, Aaron, do you want to tell us your little nugget of information that you told my, me? Just my little nugget of information. Like even do- even WWE have not done their research or are playing very smart booking. I know which one I'm going for. Right? So do I. From what you're <laughs> so, right? Basically, she's sitting in the pentagram on the floor, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know what that's called, the ritual that is? No, that would be a no, right? It's called a lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram, or LBRP. Right. right? It doesn't bring anyone back from the dead. It doesn't summon anyone up a hole in the middle of it. It banishes people. You put someone in the hole and they fuck off. Well, so, so Alexa's doing one. So either Alexa's doing one or it's right. getting banished into a hole some way at one point <laughs> or another. Or 
and the likely choice, they haven't done their research and they, they just thought it looked fucking cool. <laughs> fucking neeps. Bro- Brother Love was watching The Exorcist this week. And then, <laughs> so we go from Alexa laughing to going, ha, ha, like a little schoolgirl, to do 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 Segway. <laughs> oh, nice. um, yeah, we get we get uh, Shayna versus Lana next. Um, this match goes pretty much as you'd expect. Um, Shayna just toys with Lana for most of it, beats the shit out of it. Lana does have a little moment where they fight back. Um, they did a spot where both of them kicked each other in the head and were both down. And then Naomi and uh, Naya have like a brawl at ringside. Uh, yeah. Naomi. You know what that means? Lana's got a kicking power the same as Shayna Baszler. <sighs> nah, because so the way I can just prove that is because Lana kicked Shayna four times. Shayna kicked Lana once. Oh, even better. I've, I've got a few points on this when you finish rounding up this match. A few gripes. Oh, so. I mean, go I've on. got match stars. Baszler won, so crap. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, then. Oh, you're done. <laughs> oh no, I, I wasn't. I wasn't going to get to the finish yet. I thought you had. The, it was during the match. No, no, no. You, it's you, just a few. Said, it's a few summed, you, summing up points. Oh, okay. You just said that very matter of factly, like before I finished talking oh, I about see. it. No, no, I no, no. You're going to just go into it, uh, okay? Um, so yeah, basically, Naira and Naomi fight at ringside. Naomi drop kicks Naira into the steel steps. Um, Lana, uh, she grabs Naomi, tries to get her. Um, Lana rolls up Shayna, um, and Shayna reverses that into a Kirifu the clutch to win. Um, what were your gripes, Troy? Come on, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Was it by any chance the thing I almost put down? But I thought I think one of them are going to be pissed off about this, so they'll probably say it. I mean, which it is could that, be. Go on. Which, which is that they did another spot where. Shayna was just knocked out in the middle of a match. No, that wasn't my gripe, but it was like it wasn't my main one, but I picked up on it. Yeah. So I've said for the last few weeks, maybe even months, like Lana's improved massively, like genuinely, really, really has, and she was deserving of being in that tag team spot with Asuka, and absolutely should have been the ones to win the belts of Asuka. Taken out for whatever reason, Charlotte's back, blah, blah, blah. But why are we pretending like Lana stands a chance against Shayna Baszler? Shayna Baszler is someone who, for the most part, has been booked as an absolute killer. This time last year, eliminated every single person in the elimination chamber. Now, this isn't to discredit Lana, because as I say, for me, she's improved massively. I think I even put her on my most improved for the awards at the end of last year, improved massively, really impressive, and credit where credit's due. However, A, I'm bored as fuck of this feud, Lana with Nia and Shayna. It doesn't matter who she's, ta- like who her partner is, it's always against those two. I'm bored of it, move on. Secondly, let's start putting Lana against people where you feel like, credibly, she could beat them. Yeah, I know she beat Nia last week, by fluke. It was ridiculous. It was nonsense. If you're trying to book her a bit more seriously and she's improved and it's evident that they recognize she's improved by giving her more TV time, 
let's start putting her in matches where you go, okay, she could win this. And if she wins it, it feels like something. And it's not just a gimmick. It's not just nonsense. Like it has been with Shayna and Nia, Shayna and Nia for fuck knows how many weeks or months. It's, it's really, yeah. it's disappointing. If, again, I said it earlier, most of the people in this are deserving of better. Lana's deserving of better. Shayna's definitely deserving of better. Naomi's only just come back and she's been into this shit show. The only person that isn't deserving a better in this is Nia Jax. Yeah. It's yeah. just really um, frustrating to watch every single week. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you for all them. Uh, the other thing, which I forgot to actually mention earlier, so I'll mention it now. Um, obviously, with Lacey Evans being pregnant, we need a new number one contender for Asuka's belt. Um, well, just take it off for sure. Which I can see them. Yeah, just... yeah. But at the same time, if they want to really make it mean something, Naomi pinned Asuka clean as a fucking whistle two weeks ago. True. So, yeah. why isn't she already in consideration for that? Because mm. this isn't New Japan, Jay. This isn't where you get tag team no. matches and if you pin no, the no. champ, you got a shot. No. It's none of this one. In WWE, <laughs> in WWE, they've done this as well, where if you pin the champion, then you're considered for a title shot. Yeah. They, they, many, they many, on, many times. They do it all the time. So yeah. by that logic, why why wouldn't Naomi uh, even fuck, even if it's like a throwaway match on Raw, it's still acknowledging she's done it. Yeah. Is isn't then, that how Ziggler and Rude won the tag team championships by beating the Street Profits to become number one contenders? They do yeah. it all the time. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. You fucking acting like that's not going to happen, and then your hey, boy I just fucking got it a minute ago. Then I jumped in my throat. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, then. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that—that that would be that would be the uh, an easy way to fix it. Um, and the other thing as well, which I was thinking was obviously they've done like a lot of work to kind of build one up to be a babyface. Mm. So I don't—I don't think they're going to turn hair heel. And obviously, I, I wouldn't, not that I call Lacey Evans the top heel on Raw, but she's certainly in one of the most prominent heel positions on Raw in the mm. women's division. Um, why don't, why wouldn't, like, why don't you just like turn Naomi heel? That's two birds, one stone. Yeah. Okay, it, it, it gives, and also, it gives Naomi something to do that she's not fucking done before. That's right, yeah. I've never seen her as a heel. She's never been a heel as far as I'm aware. Um, well, actually, no, she was when she was tagging with um, Tamina, but that was years ago. Yeah, I don't care. Um, yeah, have her jump ship. Have her go over to SmackDown. Have her join fucking Roman's establishment. Fall in line. She's technically part of the family. She is. She is. Roman's talking about the food on her table. That's it. Exactly. Have her fall in line. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you know what I mean. No, it's just like there's yeah. so much you could do there to fix this whole shitty situation. He put the women's division in, and instead we have the same fucking match week in week out uh-huh. um, for what yeah. seems like an eternity. I mean, they they spent almost fucking three months of Nia just putting Lana through fucking tables Bullshit. and making it cry. So yep. you know. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, Roland Strowman comes up um, looking like he owns a European nightclub. So <laughs> um, <laughs> a European nightclub. 
saying I, that, I got thrown out of a club see, in Bratislava thing... by a guy that looked a lot like Braun. <laughs> <laughs> was he wearing like that T-shirt as well, like with the gold chain? Uh, it was similar. There was definitely a gold chain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't make another Power Rangers villain reference because though he was clearly wearing the Green Rangers t-shirt, um, <laughs> I'd already made a reference to Finn Balor doing that on the last one. Um, but yeah, he goes up to Pierce and says that he, um, he basically says he was insulted that he wasn't in the elimination chamber. Pierce says he was told um, he had to fill the chamber with former WWE champions. Braun says Braun says he was a universal champion and Pierce goes, well, technically that's not the WWE championship. Um, interestingly, he'd say that to Braun when literally hours before um, he was saying about, oh yeah, I'll take under consideration John Morrison because he's a former ECW champion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least the Universal Championship is still about. Yeah. Where, well, then where's the ECW Championship? Up. In a vault somewhere in that dusty basement with the SmackDown fist? <laughs> the Firefly Funhouse match, you mean? Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but, but then, to be fair, they do kind of cover up that plot hole as well by Braun saying, remember what I did to you last time, Pierce, when you upset me? Um because obviously he like lamped Pierce. Mm. Um, and then Braun said, tells Pierce to tell Shane to make it right. Um, I, I reckon Braun's probably going to attack somebody and get into the um, into the chamber. Something's happening, isn't it? Uh, more yeah. on that later. Is it? E- either, that either, later. That, either that or he's, um, he's going to end up having a match with Shane at Mania. Is the other one. Oh Christ! Yeah. Braun's going to throw him off something to, really high, isn't he? <laughs> I've got, I've got Braun to have nothing to do with the chamber and to have the match at Mania with Shane. Yeah, yeah, right. Because okay. I've got another thing for the chamber. So, oh okay, okay. We'll we'll get to that in a minute because we'll, we'll be doing. We'll get to it. Are we doing yeah. predictions today, or are we doing them after SmackDown? SmackDown. Yeah. After SmackDown. yeah. Um. Okay, and then we get to the main event of the evening, the gauntlet match. Um, so AJ comes out first with Almas. I thought this promo was excellent. Yes, um, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> I, I really like the uh, chemistry that they've got now. Yeah. Um, as well. So uh, he's talking about like Kofi's destiny. Um AJ's basically like, it's not destiny, it's just a warm-up match. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There was a bit where um, Almas said, um, oh no, sorry, there's a bit where AJ says, he's talking about Kobe's destiny, he goes, it's almost, and then he goes, not almost, (laughs) that's you. No, no, that's you. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost Kobe's destiny. He kept kept correcting himself, that was fucking brilliant. Um, (laughs) And then he... uh, he says he says the match is gonna like he's saying what the match is gonna be and Almos says phenomenal. He's like finishing my sentences for me now. He then <laughs> says that Almos and is um, attorney at law, attorney at law Joseph A. Parks. The A stands for Abyss. If you don't know TNA reference right there. Um, <laughs> crunch the numbers and AJ can't lose. The idea of Almos and Abyss just sitting there crunching <laughs> the numbers for AJ 
I need with, to see it. With spreadsheets and calculators <laughs> strewn over the table. Well, if it's anything like on SmackDown last year, where they've just got a big whiteboard and a laptop, <laughs> yeah. and, and AJ's just writing shit on the whiteboard, I can't wait. <laughs> and I need to see more of that. Um, <laughs> uh, Kofi then comes out and um, pretty much straight from the bell, AJ goes after Kofi's knee. Um, Kofi hits a trust fall on AJ at one point. Woods is on the uh, announce table playing his trombone. Can we just appreciate Woods' trombone as Kofi hit the trust fall with... Yeah. I <laughs> fell on the floor with I, that. I loved as well the way they zoomed out and Woods was on the announce table. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one minute he was like the other side of the ring, like literally as Kofi was yeah. running around. So he's All of clearly sudden... <laughs> legged it round, climbed on top. <laughs> <laughs> um, almost like grabs Woods as he's playing the trombone on the on top of the announce table uh, and chokes slams him over the barricade he holds him up in the air for a long time as well he's up there for a while isn't he clearly Woods. couldn't find the fucking crash mat I mean um, I thought I thought he was just going to do what they usually do and like just cut to an ad and then Woods is like perfectly fine afterwards like who did he <laughs> get from there to there <laughs> I thought he was going to put him through a table I did as well he, and he's got to dump him over the announcement, over the barricade. And <laughs> My only gripe with this... Basically, Woods has just disappeared and died. <laughs> My only gripe with this, and they do it every fucking week when Almas is on TV, they make out that the person with the camera is a fucking mouse. <laughs> and that they're literally lying on the floor. Like, he's tall. He's the tallest guy there. I get it. Stop with these camera angles where you've, it's like you've hidden a camera in his fucking shoelace. It doesn't need to look like that. Just stand back, get him all in shot. That makes him look bigger. Yeah. You're that right in front of him and so far down there. You can see his bulge. Like- <laughs> I can see what he had for dinner. I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. Why wears that big long coat, mate? Was <laughs> <laughs> it all up. Um, but, yeah, so uh, almost gets ejected. Um, and then as like Kofi's checking on Woods, AJ chop blocks him. Uh, just goes back to working over the knee. Um, Kofi tries to fight back. AJ hits a phenomenal forearm to eliminate Kofi. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't mind seeing a longer match between those two oh, at some point. Yes, definitely. They had some really this good chemistry. Good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, Drew's oh. out next. Oh, so was was we're on Kofi? <clears throat> I don't think Kofi's making it to that chamber match. He didn't look like it, does he? Because well, I don't, but I think because Braun's going to attack him. No, no. We're going to have the guy that got injured two years ago and Kofi's took his spot. Ali's going to find himself in that chamber. Oh. That's not oh. a bad show. He's like that, boy. But they've already <laughs> they've already built it up as former world uh, WWE champions. Uh, so. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's fine. See, again, instead of going down, I oh, will just put four more champions. Well, no, all those people you're putting in have been prevalent on TV. Give someone else a chance. You've been giving Ali plenty of fucking microphone and TV time the last few weeks. He's got an absolutely credible argument for being in the chamber because he was robbed of it last year. So he's going to rob Kofi. Why, then? why yeah. didn't they have him and Kofi face off to go in to for the last spot? Should have happened. 
Um, yeah, I mean, if you still have it, Troy. Ali can you, still be that chamber. It's too late. It's behave. You both, you both make a very, very good argument, but it's WWE we're talking about here, and Braun Strowman <laughs> exists. So you have can to remember. You, you have to remember who we're dealing with. Can't even you get the rituals right. <laughs> 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 I mean, maybe that's what strong. happened to Woods. Maybe he got banished. That's why we never seen him again. <laughs> Jesus. Boom, onto where the fiend was going to get summoned from. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Drew comes out, throws AJ about, about um, <clears throat> excuse me, hits a backbreaker and a Michinoku driver um, and a reverse Alabama slam. AJ uh, drop kicks Drew out the ring, hits a dive on him, um, like a nice sliding knee strike, and then sends Drew into the ring post. Um, goes for a Styles Clash, Drew fights out, reverses that into a calf crusher. Uh, Drew manages to break out of that with a headbutt. Drew AJ sold the- that calf crusher like he was been fucking garroted, didn't he? He's yeah. making all the noise. Drew um, like went from being fresh to the daisy to being like, Within Fuck. an inch of his life from like three fucking moves. It was bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Um, In fairness, this was pretty stiff at times. Like yeah. AJ was bumping like you a madman. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like AJ <laughs> bumping like a madman and they weren't holding back on some of those fucking forearms. The thing is, mm-hmm. when they talk about his chest, uh, Phillips goes, look at AJ's body as midsection as the cameraman literally does a close-up of the chest and nothing else. You just see the <laughs> zoom on the chest. <laughs> it's as if, it's as if Tom Phillips like has some like psychic connection to the cameras. <laughs> Controlling them with his mind. <laughs> AJ misses a phenomenal forearm and Drew Claymore's him to eliminate him. Oh, um, she again. sold that Claymore like a champ. Really good like back and forth between these. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Hardy's out next. Uh, goes straight after Drew. Hits a whisper in the wind. Uh, throws Drew out the ring and dives on him. Um, he did cut a promo before as well, but I yeah. didn't. I couldn't because uh, the pipe didn't crowd was too fucking loud. It was nonsense. Um, he started cheering yeah. himself at one point. He hit a move and he was on the outside of the ring and he was just going Hardy, Hardy, or let's go, yeah. Jeff, or something like that. He's, he's got he's got a phrase now. I should have written it down. Sign a bit. Wasn't it something like, like, let's get creative? Let's get creative. What is he, a fucking primary school teacher? He the canvas or some shit like that. Fucking hell, mate. Come on, Jeff. I didn't think the WWE could make me hate Jeff Hardy, but here we are. So, uh, Drew throws Jeff around. Jeff fights out with the fish. uh, Fish up. The future shot. DDT. I don't know why I wrote fish up there. <laughs> the fish um, hook DDT. Uh, Drew reverses the twist of fate to a future shock DDT. Uh, hits the top rope superplex, but misses a claymore. Jeff hits the twist of fate. Drew gets the knees up on, on a swanton and then does hit the claymore to beat Jeff. Um, and then Randy comes out uh, pretty much. <laughs> Randy. <laughs> 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 um, oh god I so forgot all about that <laughs> <laughs> go, on, Aaron. go on Aaron what are you going to say mate oh, no whilst we're getting 
I've been Hold on, I think I know what, what it was. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, go on, go on, I'll let you speak. For anyone that doesn't have a clue, that's just me doing the fucking Mandy Rose's old music. With the wild noises. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, it just when Orton comes out, right? Obviously, they have a quick little colossal tussle. Um, and basically, things start happening. Alexa Bliss's face shows up our way, right? Now, how come the ref is now a shite bag, but Orton is? Because <laughs> the, the, the ref can still do his job, count to ten, watching Orton, whilst Orton's panicking like fuck. I mean... The ref's not getting a fuck. He's counting that ten. Yeah, I mean, doing you, think ref, you think the ref would be a wet white plate? They usually portray them. I want <laughs> shit in a brick as well. <laughs> the ref just stood up to Almas, so you know he's obviously like had a bit of Dutch courage or something before the match. Fucking, he's got the minerals, in he? He's balls like space hoppers. Yeah. That ref. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's fair fucking, fucking no man. He's, he's living <laughs> off fucking adrenaline at this point. <laughs> <laughs> just, he just ejected the giant. He's not going to be scared of fucking Alexa Bliss. Um, <laughs> Saying that, yeah, when she appeared on the screens, that visual looked really fucking cool. I yeah. thought, really, really cool. Um, I, I get the impression that the Fiend's going to return at Elimination Chamber. <sighs> Probably cost Randy. Um, Maybe I, I still want them to hold off a bit until just before Mania. Like, have you noticed on those WrestleMania promo videos they've been churning out? And whenever they, they have, on the fiend, they haven't shown it. But when it says "Let me in" and it's like the the Kraken like taking down the ship, I wanted to come out and like what? It, what's the guy from Pirates of the Caribbean? The big fucking yeah, like some big Davy Jones fucking Kraken looking mask. Yeah, give me that. Give me that. <laughs> I, See what would be very cool, and it's a way they can kind of hold off the reveal of the of what like because yeah. obviously he's going to debut a new look. Isn't he's he? coming back different, yeah. Um, and obviously they're gonna they're gonna do something to sort of hold. They want to hold that off to like have a, like fans TV fucking ratings spike. I don't even hmm. necessarily think fans. I mean, they might do what they did um, with like Undertaker when he like they did the Undertaker Kane thing. They didn't actually reveal them until Mania. Yeah. They might do that with all. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I get the impression that that match is going to be cinematic, so it probably won't make much of a difference. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it will be one of It's going to be in the yeah. depths of hell because when Orton's sitting in that pod in the Elimination Chamber, there's going to be a pentagram popping up at his feet and he's going well, to go I... in the hole. Funny, <laughs> if funny they get enough, it right... What I was gonna say was they could they could quite easily do something where like Orton's pod like fills up with smoke Ooh. and then he just like disappears when it like dissipates. Yeah. That'd be clever. Um yeah. They, yeah. While while they've got no fans, they can kind of do they like do some weird like production that. bollocks like that. Well that's the thing, they did all that stuff with Alexa, didn't they? Where you had like the three faces of bliss or whatever they want to call it. Yeah. yeah. That would be a bad shout. That'd be pretty cool. Um yeah, so as Aaron said, the uh, lights go out. Um, also, have you noticed as well on the Elimination Chamber um, advert, it's like a nursery rhyme, similar to like the noise yeah. that it made when Alexa's lights went down yeah. this time. Um, yeah, so 
uh, on this count of Drew Claymore's Orton off the apron for good measure after the count out. Um, Sheamus' music hits, Sheamus blindsides through and they brawl around the ringside. Um, me and Aaron spoke about this before and I, I imagine you may may not agree with us, but you may probably will agree with us. Mm-hmm. Um, they shouldn't have given this as much time as they did. Give so just that shame. The Drew and Sheamus. Sure. They should have just had they should have just had him kick him in the head and pit him. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, yeah, yeah. then it then it gives us a bit more intrigue for the match when it does happen. Well, Drew um, was selling the fact that he was absolutely fucked the moment that AJ came in, like you said, after about three minutes. So it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been unbelievable for yeah. Seamus to come in and just blindside him, kick him and pin him. Like you're good you're we're gonna get the whole because Seamus is the last spoilers, he wins. Uh, spoiler, uh, he's going to be fucking the last one to come out of his pod and Drew's going to be standing in the middle of that ring going Grrr, waiting on the cell yeah. to open yeah. we're going to get that so we may have as well just teased it until then held off and teased you didn't yeah. need to give us like a five six minute match or how long it was because we're going to get that at the weekend yeah no I agree absolutely 100% agree with you well I, I, I get the impression that probably either going to hold Sheamus and Drew off till Mania or mm. they're going to do it at Fastlane. Yeah. So yeah. either way, why would you give like a portion of this match away? Obviously, Drew's not like 100% at the time of the match and that's mm. the argument you make, but you literally, you can just have it so Sheamus just like shit out as his finisher on Drew and then acts yeah. like he's like done like a shit ton of work to get it. The thing um, is, uh- Drew's going to win the chamber undoubtedly. For me, like Drew's going to win the chamber undoubtedly. He's mm. going to pin Sheamus last. Sheamus has still got an argument to say, well, I pinned you on Raw, so I deserve a one-on-one. We should have had a one-on-one. We're going to get out of fast lane. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Um, mm. It's. I mean, it, it does feel like a. F- that's the annoying thing about this chamber it does feel like a foregone conclusion that Drew's going to win yeah do, do you remember when they used to book chamber matches that had storylines yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean you've got, you've got like the one you've got the Drew and Sheamus thing they've technically like that's the thing technically three of the four guys who are in it are guys that Drew's already feuded with and already like got on you could mm-hmm. argue unfinished business with like Orton said he's got unfinished business even though he fucking hasn't. Um, <laughs> no, not, could, not to, but go on. Just not to dwell into it, but I think I'm going to answer my own like question here. It's sort of what happens when you do gimmick pay per views, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, shame because they they could be using a pay per view like this to. Similar to what it, actually they've done it a bit better on SmackDown because some of the guys in there they've had them showing up week and week out and being really good and just like okay they deserve to be in it as opposed to just I oh, would just stick in loads of old world champions in there. It's just lazy booking. At least at least on SmackDown you've got the whole thing of the Kevin Owens feud with Roman, Jey Uso's had the feud with Roman. Exactly, he's on Ruth, Roman's side. Yeah, uh, Brian Jay- and Cesaro had that like rivalry going yeah. on. Yeah. Jay was at Brian not that long ago as well. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. That's what I'm talking about. They should all intertwine story. Yeah. 
not just like one eat, rivalry between two people or whatever. And then everyone even, else is chucked um, in for good measure. Yeah. Yeah. Even before that, like before the rumble, we were talking about it, weren't we? Where they were kind of planting the seeds with a lot of guys. So you like, well, you could slot, you could arguably slot like any of like those guys within to the chamber match and they Ooh. wouldn't feel out of place. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, it's it it has felt like a very lackluster build to the chamber, and it feels as well. Um so just just to quickly close this match up and then I'll I'll make this point. Um basically Drew tries to fight off Seamus so he doesn't look like he's just getting squashed. Goes for a claymore, Seamus dodges it, hits a bro kick and and says he's just beat the WWE champion and he's the favourite to win the elimination chamber. Um this whole build to this like pay-per-view feels and obviously they brought up Kofi Mania too. Mm. And it feels like or almost as if they were trying to go for like a carbon copy of it with like Kofi getting out of the last minute. Yeah. And doing the gauntlet match, uh-huh. all that. Um, yeah, yeah. But obviously they put Drew in the role of Kofi mm-hmm. within the actual gauntlet match. Um and it it does. Um, I mean, obviously, Aaron's made the good point now with Ali, which has sort of changed my opinion on it a bit. Mm. Where maybe they're doing that deliberately because of the Ali storyline with Kofi. Yeah, and potentially that could be building to like a Mania match with like Kofi and Ali, which would be awesome. Which would be fucking but awesome. Yeah. At the same time, it's like, well, it's WWE is issue. There is is that, but also it it just feels a bit like lackluster. Yeah, it does. Like, as as we've just said, like SmackDown, it felt like they were building guys that they could all have a case to be in that match. Yeah, yeah. And as as Aaron said, they used to build up the elimination chamber so that was all intertwined and feuds. Yeah, man. Um, And they used to do like. I remember they used to do qualifiers and they'd, they'd have yeah. it so like they'd have like 12 guys who all of them wouldn't feel out of fucking place. Yeah. Mm. So then you'd, you'd be happy with whoever was in that match. That's it. Exactly. Um, and this, it's just like, I mean, Jeff Hardy, what's, what's he really done recently? Nothing. He's Feuding been with fe- Elias for about a year. Yeah. He's been stuck with it in a shitty feud with Elias. Um, out of, out of the guys on the Raw side, the only people I'd really... Well, from the initial announcement, the only people I would have kept in there were probably AJ and Sheamus. Yeah, that's it. Um, for me. Even Kofi, like, he's he's not really been built to be put in that, that match. No. That's not to say he doesn't belong in that match. That's to say, uh, currently, with, like, the way they've booked him... Mm. He's, he's been he's been a tag team wrestler you, for the better part of like twelve months. You'd argue that Woods certainly in the last month or two, whilst Kofi yeah. was off and he was on his own, would be more of a credible case in there. Absolutely. Um, if taking um, out of the equation that it's only previous world champions in that match. Yeah, I mean, Aaron's made a good point for uh, Mustafa Ali to be in there, and I, again. He's someone who's been working his ass off on TV recently who mm-hmm. would have benefited from being in that. And that's the other thing as well with this like raw one is it, it doesn't feel like ev- 
with with um, previous elimination chambers, there's always been someone in there who can have a star making performance. Yeah. So leading up to Kofi Mania, you had Kofi in there. Mm. Um, on the SmackDown side of things this year, Cesaro seems pretty seems much like that. that. Yeah. Um, and Sami Zayn might have that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it doesn't feel like anyone in that Raw one's really going to be having a star making performance. No, they're just there, aren't they? They're just there to make up fucking numbers. That's- but you've you've also it's they're two very like different matches in the yeah. the the champion is defending inside the chamber on Raw on SmackDown side. You've got the champion saying no, no, I'll face the winner and I'll face them on the same night. So the stakes are very different in that. Yeah, and yeah. That's why uh, the SmackDown one for me is a hell of a lot more interesting. Like even who's in it aside, just the fact that that is what they're going with, rather than other champions just defending in there. It's no, no. They're going to face the winner of it, and it will be on the same night as opposed to a match later on down the line. That already adds a different dynamic and makes mm. it stand out. The, the SmackDown one's certainly a lot more unpredictable. Like, yeah. there's th- between like four guys that I probably couldn't choose mm-hmm. um, because they've made like a compelling, really compelling case for Cesaro. Yeah. They made a compelling case for Daniel Bryan. They made they, KO. they've made the KO and Jim, uh, Jimmy Jay Uso couldn't mm-hmm. easily win that as well. Yeah, uh, Sammy and Sammy and Corbin probably not, especially because no. the heels. Um, this is where Corbin fucking wins it now. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> but, but yeah, like that—that's the difference. Like it feels like a foregone conclusion that if Drew, if Drew somehow doesn't win this match, it's going to probably be Sheamus. Yeah. But yeah. they've made it so it, it's like a two-dog race. Whereas the SmackDown one—it's it's a lot more open-ended and it's a lot more compelling. But so it's it's a big dog it. race. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's that's not to that's not to say either that like the match won't be good because I'm no. sure it probably will be quite good quite a good match the guys in there are all good all yeah. talented um, yeah. it just feels a bit compared to those that was Raw fellas yes uh, another another go home episode of Raw that was the drizzling shit no it wasn't very good bad. it was alright <laughs> It was an all right episode of Raw, but for a go home show, it was a bit disappointing. Uh, as as me and Aaron said to each other before this, it was it was better than Raw has been, but the bar is not very high. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's it's like standing in a fucking dog head, but it could it could have been the bigger dog head next to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it, the the dog head was dry, so it just rolled off my bit again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, speaking of but, doctors what were your your highs and lows <laughs> um, I'd say my high was probably I enjoyed Kofi and Miz but I also really enjoyed um, like the f- basically the the first half of the gauntlet match until until Randy came out yeah um, yeah it was good up until then and uh, the the Alexa stuff was cool, but it was just like it, it it should have been that Randy goes and then Sheamus just takes him out. Uh, that 
that was my yeah. only issue. But I, even then, the Seamus Drew stuff was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it just would have probably been a bit better if they had just done it, like left a little bit more to the to be desired. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the first half of the gauntlet match. Okay. Um, and my low was just. It's gotta be the Charlotte Flair lace. Of course it has. Of course it has. Right. <laughs> Aaron. Uh, my high is going to be the same as Jay. The gauntlet match. Mm-hmm. Uh, my low, however, however, Riddle can get in the fucking bin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly <laughs> said Riddle. To be fair, <laughs> I was that close to saying him. I, I can't deal with it anymore. I'm sick of writing paragraphs of shit. Stop writing speaking. them. No one's because... forcing you to write it. <laughs> but it's what I do. <laughs> That's I what I do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, fair enough. Um, my highs and lows. Uh, my high was Miz and Kofi. Um, we said earlier, great chemistry. Uh, really fun match. Really, really good. A few false finishes at the end um, for a TV match. It's pretty decent. Um, for me, that wouldn't have felt out of place on a pay per view, to be honest. I really liked it. Uh, and my low, Charlotte and Lacey, isn't it? It's just the drizzling shit. Hopefully, this is pretty much the end of it. Um, everyone is better off without this. So, yeah, that's it. That sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. How audible um, silence though. <laughs> let us know. Let us know just how crap you thought it was on social media. Where can they find us, Aaron? Or tell us it's great, but we won't laugh at you. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can you can talk to us at Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling YouTube. <laughs> To the tube, <laughs> um, and you can get us on Twitch and Twitter at Untitled Dress Pod for all live live streams of games, live watch alongs, or public bants on the Twitters. Take your pick. Good o, yeah. Jay, where can they get yeah. stuff for the beard, and where can they, um, where where can they where can they water themselves? With alcoholic well, beverages. <laughs> um, stuff for your beard. Go to thatchface.com where you can get all kinds of uh, beard oils, combs, brushes. Uh, they've got uh, merchandise like clothing and flip-flops, hoodies, t-shirts, hats, Troy's, Troy's motion and things to me there. Thanks, mate. Being a mime um, artist. <laughs> being a mime artist. Um, use the code TROYXL85 for 20% off. Uh, all proceeds go to Good Cause, uh, Tessa Healer Cancer Charities and the like. Um, yeah, very good cause, very good products. Definitely support them. Uh, and if you need beer, because, I mean, I need it just to watch Raw these days, um, <laughs> go to topropebrewing.com. They've just uh, canned their new line of um, cans, uh, including a Kavik IPA called Gallahorn, I believe. Yeah, um, nice. chocolate uh, orange, chocolate cold orange, cold stone, cream Austin. Oh, shit in hell. 
rebrewed Papa Mango and rebrewed American Nightmare, which is the chocolate stout. Um, I believe they're going on sale at some point next week. Uh, if you follow them on Twitter or go to, or Facebook, go to the website. They'll all be up there. Um, brewed by our very own Big Tasty. Yeah, um, Roy. Yeah, go do that. Get drunk off that. They'll be getting some cool stuff ready for WrestleMania. They, they give us a little sneaky peek um, the other day. We're <laughs> oh, um, yeah. But yeah, that was uh, another one in the bag, lads. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Fan same time. <laughs> Derp. Derp. That sums up Raw to a T. <laughs> you must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.